0: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: Welcome to episode 17 of the North American Outdoors podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and today I'm coming to you from the great state of Wyoming. Today we're going to talk about the brown bear. Whereas the black bear, scientific name Ursus americanus, is the most widely distributed and numerous species of bear in North America, the brown bear, scientific name Ursus Arctus is the most widely distributed species of bear across the globe. There are 14 different subspecies of brown bear throughout the world. This species of bear ranges from Europe, North America, northern Asia, and historically, North Africa. There are two subspecies found in North America. One is the well-known grizzly bear, the Ursus arctis horribilis, and its larger cousin, the Kodiak bear, Ursus arctis Midendorphi. According to the Alaska Department of Fish and Game, brown and grizzly bears are classified as the same species, even though there are notable differences between them. Kodiak bears, which are brown bears from the Kodiak archipelago, are classified as a distinct subspecies from those on the mainland. This is because they have been isolated from other bears since the last ice age about 12,000 years ago. Brown bears typically live along the southern coast of the state where they have access to seasonally abundant spawning salmon. The coastal areas also provide a rich array of vegetation they can use as food as well as a milder climate. This allows them to grow larger and live in higher densities than their grizzly bear cousins in the northern and interior parts of the state. The historic range of the brown bear consisted of the majority of North America. It ranged throughout Canada and Alaska, throughout the western part of the continental United States, as far east as Missouri, down to northern Mexico. The brown bear was found throughout the northern hemisphere as far as northern Africa. Today, populations in China and western Europe are significantly endangered. The current range of the brown bear is in the extreme northwestern United States, western Canada, and Alaska. The world's largest brown bear population is in Russia. The next largest population is in North America. Alaska boasts the title protector of the species. The Kodiak brown bear is only located on a few islands off of the coast of Alaska and a small portion of the mainland. Grizzly bears live in the rest of its range. According to the Alaska Department of Fish and Game, the state contains 98% of the United States' brown bear population and 70% of the brown bears found in the entire North American continent. Brown bears are strikingly different from their black bear cousins. This can be especially seen when comparing the smaller black bear and the larger brown bear skulls. Black bears may be misidentified as brown bears, but seldom will a brown bear be misidentified as a black bear. Brown bears have a distinct hump on their shoulders. This hump is a large mass of muscles located behind its head. They also have relatively small ears and a concave, dish-shaped face. Their claws are much longer and straighter than their black bear cousins. The claws of the brown bear are also a lighter color compared to the curved black claw of the black bear. With its muscular shoulders and long claws, the brown bear is a skilled digger. It digs not only to excavate dens, but also to dig up subterranean rodents such as ground squirrels and marmots. These rodents tend to be common in mountainous areas and become part of the bear's diet, typically in the fall when the rodents are plump prior to their own hibernation. Their chubby state makes them easier to catch. Brown bears can vary in coloration between individuals, but not as extreme as that of the black bears. The most common color of the brown bear, as the name implies, is brown. They can range in color from jet black to blonde. Brown bears can also vary in color from year to year. Their heads tend to be darker than the rest of their body, and older bears start to take on a gray or silver tint. Brown bears are very large predators. Whereas male and female black bears are similar in size, brown bears show a sexual dimorphism as there is a big difference in the size of males and females. Adult male grizzly bears weigh, on the average, between 500 and 1,000 pounds, even up to 1,500 pounds. The Kodiak bear, which is also called a coastal or peninsula brown bear, can weigh up to 1,800 pounds. Female brown bears can weigh up to 750 pounds. Like their black bear cousins, Their weight varies greatly from the time they leave their dens after hibernation to the time they head back to their dens for their long sleep. As if these animals were not large enough, like the black bear cousin, brown bears will often stand on their hind legs in an upright position in order to increase their sense of smell and sight, reaching a height of over 10 feet tall. Brown bears prefer an open range with clear unobstructed views. These animals favor open spaces in between timberlines. They can often be encountered above the timberline on the open tundra of northern Alaska or western Canada. Historically, brown bears could be found in the southwestern plains and deserts from southern California to the Trans, Pecos, and Rio Grande Valley regions in Texas. Brown bears also inhabit dense forests along the coastline and in mountainous terrain. This predator does not like the dense undergrowth that black bears will inhabit. Brown bears have a less defined home range than most predatory animals. They tend to go wherever they want, tolerating other bears as long as each keeps its own distance. It is suggested that brown bears have a home range of about 1,000 square miles. Brown bears are considered omnivores, meaning they eat just about anything. Even though brown bears are formidable predators that are capable of bringing down large prey, and they do so regularly, vegetation makes up the majority of their diet. Their diet consists of plants, fruits, berries, roots, bulbs, grasses, fish, carrion, and fresh kills. When ungulates are obtainable, they hunt moose, caribou, mountain goats, mountain sheep, and elk. They primarily prey upon the young calves and lambs. They desire to gain as much weight as possible to boost its fat reserve. These animals, unlike the black bears, have been known to consume whole bushes when eating berries, not just the fruit. In the fall, brown bears of the Pacific Northwest are common around rivers and streams during the salmon spawning runs. These take place on almost every river and stream along the coast. The persistent salmon swim upstream to spawn the next generation before dying. This is one of the few times that these solitary animals gather in large numbers to take advantage of this dramatic feeding frenzy. The image of the brown bear catching a salmon in a clear mountain stream is a sight picture that many people imagine when they think of this magnificent animal. It is important to understand what brown bears prefer to eat so you can avoid them. For example, in Yellowstone National Park, this holds one of the largest concentrations of white bark pine trees. These trees produce the pine cone seeds called pine nuts, and they are a favorite food source of the grizzly bear. If you find yourself in stands of these trees, chances are grizzly bears or even black bears are not too far from you. The bears are quick to seek out and pillage caches of these high caloric treats that the ground squirrels have put away for the winter. Likewise, in years of poor pine nut crops, chances of a grizzly bear encounter significantly increases as the bear looks for other food sources. Brown bears are similar to black bears in their hibernation ritual. Both species spend the winter months in a state of hibernation as their food supply becomes inadequate. Hibernation is determined by the supply of food. As the food supply becomes scarce, bears seek out dens for hibernation. During this time, their body temperature drops and their metabolism decreases. Hibernation can come as early as September in the extreme northern ranges or its territories brown bears hibernate almost exclusively in dens. These dens can be located at any elevation and can be situated in caves or rock slides. Often, the bear excavates its own den on a slope or a hillside. Brown bears have been reported to make a den out of a cabin that's unoccupied. This can create a very dangerous situation for a family showing up to an old vacation cabin in the winter. Brown bears can hibernate up to eight months. During hibernation, like the black bear, the brown bear does not eat, urinate, or defecate. This animal will also wake up for shorter periods and move about the den. Brown bears mate between May and July with a gestation period around seven months. Females give birth to their young in the den during hibernation. Cubs are born during January and February. Although twins are most common, litter sizes can range from one to four. Mothers will also produce milk and nurse while in a state of hibernation. It is very important for anyone taking to the field to remember that a brown bear is very easily awakened by an intruder. Any startled bear is very dangerous. But a woken female bear that has just given birth can be unimaginably dangerous and vicious. When the cubs emerge in June, they may weigh up to 15 pounds, and they actively explore their world under the constant supervision of their overprotective mother. The cubs stay with their mother for about three years. At the end of the third year, the female brown bear will run the cubs off to begin the breeding cycle all over again. A female brown bear with cubs is a very dangerous situation for anyone crossing her path. All bears are extremely protective of their young and will kill anything that the sow perceives as a threat to them. Like many predators, male brown bears will kill any cubs they come across to bring the sow back into estrus or heat. These extreme predators have very few enemies about the only threat to adult brown bears are humans or larger brown bears. It is a very different story for the brown bear cub. Cubs are preyed upon by wolves, adult brown bears, adult black bears, and even birds of prey. Stumbling across or intentionally getting too close to a female brown bear with cubs is almost certainly a death sentence. The life expectancy of a brown bear in the wild is between 25 and 35 years of age. Often, it is the young bears that have not learned how to avoid humans that are involved with dangerous situations with humans. As with black bears, bad encounters between brown bears and people sometimes lead to serious injury or death of the individual, but it always ends up with death of the bear. Any bear that is aggressive towards humans is destroyed, even though the outdoorsman may be at fault from the lack of knowledge on how to behave around these predators. It is crucial for the outdoorsman, when in any bear country, to have the knowledge and skills to effectively avoid an unintended encounter with these large predators. The brown bear is a very ferocious animal that demands the respect of anyone encountering this powerful predator in the field. This predator is also considered one of the most unpredictable animals outdoorsmen will ever come across. A brown bear might walk right past an individual without a second thought, hardly even noticing the person intruding into its world that same exact bear might turn and attack for no apparent reason at any given time. In 2003, a self-proclaimed bear expert and his companion were fatally mauled by brown bears at the Katmai National Park on the Alaskan Peninsula. The quote-unquote expert spent every summer interacting with the bears for over a decade. He was quoted during interviews stating that bears are not dangerous and they're just big party animals. He was wrong. The brown bear, especially the grizzly bear, is considered the most dangerous animal in North America. The name itself, grizzly bear, is derived from the old English word grizzly, meaning horrible or demonic. Early settlers would call the brown bear, particularly the grizzly bear, as Old Ephraim or Old Eef, an old name referring to the devil. The grizzly bear is also known as a silver tip, denoting the silver tint of its long guard hairs reminiscent of a grumpy old man. It has been said that the grizzly bear is so mean that it doesn't even like itself. One of the most dangerous bear confrontations to encounter is a female brown bear with her cubs. In July of 2011, along a trail in Eastern Yellowstone National Park in northwestern Wyoming, a grizzly bear mauled a hiker and his wife. They were hiking and taking photos when they spotted a female bear and her two cubs along the trail about a 100 yards away. They began running and yelling for help, likely prompting the bear to chase them, according to officials. The grizzly mauled the husband just five yards from where his terrified wife lay hidden behind a fallen tree. She likely saved her own life by huddling face down behind the tree. After the bear killed her husband, the grizzly walked over to her, lifted her by her day pack, and then left the area. She received no injuries. Though this was the first fatal attack at Yellowstone since 1986, a second deadly bear attack occurred in the park just less than two months later. In that incident, which occurred on a trail only eight miles away from where this husband was mauled, a 59-year-old Michigan man was found dead by two hikers. An autopsy confirmed the man died from his injuries sustained in a grizzly bear attack. In response to the rise in human encounters with bears, Yellowstone National Park, along with other areas where bears live and the public visits, have increased their educational programs. More signage is being developed, more literature is being printed, and more warning signs are being issued where bears are sighted along trails or in densely visited areas of parks and forests. Rangers are taking a more proactive role to help educate and keep the public safe. You may encounter warning signs closing trails, boardwalks, and even backcountry camping and hiking. Some of these signs indicate warning due to bear danger. This area beyond this sign is closed to all human travel. You may also have signs that close areas because it's critical habitat for grizzly bears and even black bears emerging from their winter hibernation and dens. Some of the signage may indicate that bears depend upon this food-rich area in the spring due to the concentration of winter-killed bison and elk, large numbers of bison calves, and the availability of early snow-free vegetation. Research has shown that the presence of people displace bears, reduce the bear's ability to use areas, and encroach upon their habitat. Also, the presence of people may be viewed by the bears as a threat to their food. Therefore, for your own safety and that of the bears, areas tend to be closed. You may also have camping rules that have special rules for grizzly bear areas, such as camping only in developed campgrounds. Oftentimes, you'll see brightly colored caution signs indicating that bears are dangerous. These signs will also tell you to not approach the area and sometimes will give you a price as to how much a fine could cost upwards of $5,000 and beyond. There's a reason why there are signage in the area. And if there's a sign that tells you that bears are in the area, it is best and wise to heed these warnings. Do your research beforehand. Know the area that you're entering and know where these large wildlife predators roam. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters and creating memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you have heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit northamericanoutdoors.org and follow us on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day.